Welcome to the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. Now, Kevin Ray. And welcome in to the Housing Hour. This is our 2014 edition of the greatest show on radio, in my opinion. <laughs> I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you all for coming in and kicking off the new year with us. Uh, you know, I hope that everyone had, um, um, of course, a Merry Christmas and, and a Happy New Year. Uh, we've already been a few days into the 2014, and we hope it started out good for you. Um, and definitely from the Housing Hour, Mortgage Investors Group, Mark and myself, and our guest, Ann Brock, today, Happy New Year. Um, and today, um, first, before I start with our topic, let me tell you guys how to plug in with us. And that is um, through, of course, our, our treasure, treasure Trove, which is thehousinghour.com, um, facebook.com slash thehousinghour, um, and then, of course, on Twitter, at thehousinghour. Um, you can find us on Pinterest and Google Plus and all of that stuff. But just plug in with us through the Housing Hour and thehousinghour.com, and you can get to us. But um, the one thing that we decided to do, of course, in January 4th, uh, we're going to start uh, talking about New Year's resolutions. Mm -hmm. And all of that um, is that's a huge, huge topic. And, you know, I know there's different types of New Year's resolutions. Some people want to, you know, uh, lose weight and some people want to, you know, I guess stop yelling at their kids, um, <laughs> or whatever. I hope that you're not doing that, but that could be a news New Year's resolution. It could be behavior that they're trying to change. Um, you know, for me, I have several, but one of my biggest one, um, has to do with, um, actually has to do with social networking and creating, um, a, a different, uh, style and platform for mortgage investors group and creating Google plus pages for all of our branches, which we've done. Um, creating Pinterest pages for all of our branches, which um, we are doing. So those are some of mine. But Ann Brock, who um, is the person we go to when we want to really add some color to the topic, Flower Sack Mama um, is the, the blog that she runs, flowersackmama.com. And thank you for joining us. Thanks. It's good to be here. Happy ha New Year. Happy New Year to you as well. Um, one of the things that, of course, we represent from the Housing Hour is, is a home. And a home could be a very, very good um, New Year's resolution. And there's a lot that goes into that. Um, and I have posted blogs, and you can search that on the on MIGonline.com about planning and how to plan for buying a home. So that maybe should have been the things that you were doing back in October, November. But there's other things that you can do if you already own a home. So maybe some things. Talk about what some things that people could do and that you see. Sure. Well, of course, your home, as you know, could be your biggest investment, your family's most important investment. And first of all, taking care of that home takes care of your pride and ownership, protects your investment, and really helps it last longer. It can save you energy and money. And so we'll talk about going green with your home, which is really a very mainstream idea. From top to bottom, as you know, your house needs maintenance. So it could be as simple as making sure that you're cleaning those gutters, making sure they operate properly, that you're sealing around the doors and windows. Watch out for those leaks so you're taking care of energy efficiency. Now, you also want to watch for proper ventilation as well and prevent moisture and mold. 
Now you want to make sure your basement is dry. You want to add insulation to the attic to save on your heating bills. Mm. And, you know, there are some do-it-yourself programs that you can do, some do-it-yourself projects. But in many cases, you need professional help. And oh, it's yeah. Because it's an investment, and it is worth that, isn't it? Well, I tell you, um, Pam, I hope you're listening. <laughs> because, yeah, because Kevin needs professional help, yeah, for sure, when it and, comes to home repair. And many things. And so, I mean, that's a good, very good point, though. And, and all of the things that you just described, um, those are all very, very important things. And, and they're going to cost... Um, some money if you do the things that um, are going to really make an impact, for instance. Um, but, but Mark, you have some some really good kind of direct, intrinsic. I mean, you have some things that you did with your house. Well, last that year. It made a big difference. Yeah, last year we did a whole series of right. uh, energy efficiency in homes, right? So we, so I, we yes. really took the green. But see, I never equated it to being green. I thought it was just saving money. But mm-hmm. so this is really a good point about the being green mm-hmm. plus saving money. Absolutely. So what I did is had Prudent Energy. Scott Higgins came mm-hmm. out to my house. Uh, you can find him online at the housinghour.com. Just Google or just in our search block, Scott. And then you can find the shows. But he sealed my house professionally, mm-hmm. which he went through and found all the holes. He hooked up all the equipment and did all that. I remember the videos that you did. Yeah, so Those on, awesome. online, it's got all the videos. But uh, the important thing is when I went to, and just, just last week, I went and pulled my, for the year, uh, my energy usage versus two years before that, and I saved like 20% on my energy bill. That is fantastic. So it cost me 1600 bucks, maybe, maybe not even that, to have my whole house, you know, about 2,000 square foot home, totally sealed, um, and that's what it saved me. Yeah, and, and so, I mean, Anne brings up a really good point with the, with the whole greening and, and looking at some maintenance things, and for you, it benefited you monetarily, but also if you took that... 20% that you saved, you've now put that energy back on the grid, essentially, yeah. for growth and for the basic maintenance of our electrical grid. So that's that's right. awesome. And that's what it's all about. We've done so many shows on that. If so many things are going through my mind that you can go back and listen to, I think of the whole series that we did. Right. Um, and the series can be found on our website. Yeah. On, in the special uh, series section at the top of the tab of the housinghour.com, click mm-hmm. on that, energy efficiency in homes. Yeah. So that's great, Ann. I love that. And, you know, that's a great example of using professional help. But there are a few do-it-yourself yeah, things. Could. Like as simple as cleaning the refrigerator coils. My husband was cleaning the dryer. What about dryer the fridge? Lid. Just the fridge itself. The fr- <laughs> that's a good idea too, Kevin. Yeah, put that on your list okay, there. And uh, I'm sure Pam would appreciate it. I think that's on your to-do list. Mm-hmm. And uh, but, but the clothes dryer lint and really getting in there and making sure you're maintaining that, that's a safety issue as well. And as simple as changing your heat and air filters regularly. Because if you forget oh. to do that oh, whoops and that's definitely a do-it-yourself yeah. thing and when you're having fun maybe you're out still doing some shopping in the new year spending some of that christmas money look for that energy star label again and make sure that you're upgrading every situation to the more energy efficient version whether it's lighting appliances what have you and just every time that you upgrade or replace look for the greenest choice okay now another thing too this is not on your list i don't i don't believe but we had someone come in um, and give us some estimates on some different things um, revolving around plumbing. And they also happen to sell as well a water filtration system. Okay. And um, he did a test on our water and basically he said it was pool water essentially. And, and, and I mean, it just, it was off the Richter scale when it comes to chlorine. Mm-hmm. And he, and I said, well, is that, is that abnormal? I mean, I was looking to put in a pool, but I didn't realize I had one in my, my pipes. And, and he said, actually, that's very normal for West Knoxville. 
Um, so you can have, it's a little kit that he has. They'll do it free of charge. Um, so I would recommend having that. Now, with that being said, it's very expensive for a water filtration system. But I tell you folks, for those of you who do have skin problems, maybe you have dry skin, your kids have um, eczema maybe, or you have some problems there. Um, it, it could be the water that we're getting. And I mean, that's a huge thing. Now, that's, that's, a, that's a big project because it's expensive, but there are definitely people that if they're experiencing some problems, that could be a really, really good one. And then the air quality inside the home, you mentioned that. Sure, um, water quality. Are, and, and Well, changing the filters is kind of where I was going because that actually can affect the type of air that we're breathing. It could. Did you know your air could be 10 or 20 times more polluted in your house than it is outside? That's just incredible to me. That's, that's yeah, because well, all of the stuff that's inside the plastics and stuff that are in the house. Well, let, let me tell you something, because when Scott sealed my house, one of the things that first noticed my wife was the, the uh, dust went almost down to maybe three quarters reduced mm-hmm. in the house. That's great. And so he sealed saved it. you a lot of work. It saved a lot of work, a lot of dusting, a lot of vacuuming, and uh, it saves on the filters too. Because now yeah. my the the 3M filters that I buy, the super duper ones, are a little bit more expensive. I can actually go three months without replacing. Before I was having to replace them once a month really? because of the dust. How often do you replace your filters, America? I doubt that it's once a month. That's I guarantee. Really? I mean, they should. I'm not saying that. Well, mine were so clogged. I mean, the the system would stop working. Landon, how often do you replace your air filters (laughs) and your air conditioning? All the time. It's a daily thing. (laughs) No, not really. No, okay. Never. I'm just telling you that. I mean, I would love to get your all's feedback on our Facebook page. How often that you change your filters? It's recommended that you do it as needed. It's not like a monthly thing or whatever. But um, well, some you know. some filters are monthly. Right. They say replace some right. are three months. Like you know, three M. That's why they're exactly. three months. No, no but okay. but that's good, <laughs> good try. <laughs> okay, so that's awesome though. That's good information, Ann. Sure. Along with the air quality, if you're doing something like replacing the flooring in your home, you might want to just investigate. There might be something new. Maybe you had carpet. Maybe there's something new in a wood flooring or a simpler flooring. Mm-hmm. Maybe a tile, something that has lower VOCs than maybe what. Yesterday's glues and VOCs, uh, volatile organic compounds. So we don't want extra things in the air that we don't need. So (laughs) you want to be just, just maybe look at the upgraded greener version of something when, if you're going to make an upgrade, you don't have to do it. We upgraded our flooring. I'm not going to keep talking, but we did upgrade our flooring as well. And that was a really big project for us. And um, certainly if you're going to be doing that, I recommend no VOCs. Because that is, that's, you know, not good. It doesn't sound. We did not investigate that. But had I known, I would have. So now you're listening I to w- us. I wonder if, it, so when you go to these stores and do they, do they have that information at most of these stores or do you have to go someplace special? I think that you really need to do some more research yourself before you make your yeah. purchase. You're not always going to find it at the point of purchase. But you can look, you can start with things like the uh, Energy Star website with EPA mm. or at Flower Sack Mama. I've done some pieces with some green building experts, and you probably have as well, that yeah. can point you in that direction toward looking well, that's at that. The minding your store, if you're buying flooring, it might not be a bad idea. You know, it's the minding your store. Talk yes. about that. How can people, because if they go to, let's say, Broadway Carpets, for instance, maybe they shop there all the time and they say, well, you know, could you offer us more information on the VOCs? I think that's a reasonable question. What's right. the low VOC alternative? If you're mm-hmm. having har- carpet installed, what's a lower VOC Lady alternative? Tile for and all that. Yeah, so we're definitely a tile preferable over vinyl in general, but there are some newer 
versions of materials out there that who knows might be cleaner. Another thing you can look for is a Green Guard certification from Underwriters Laboratories, and that's on some products, even on some cleaning products that you might use to clean your floor with later on, and that helps to ensure you that somebody's looked at that quality and how it helps good point. to support good air quality. Now, now we do have some local Tennessee tile companies that you also may consider supporting. They're, they're very nice. It's in Crossville. I can't remember the name of the place, but I will try to post that to our website if you are considering flooring in the new year. Is that a big thing? I mean, think about um, home projects. Is that something that people um, just from your own experience that people start doing in the new year? Is that like an, could that be a new year's resolution? Hey, I want to put in a pool or. I think most people start thinking about it, you know, because right in, in January here, you're, what are you thinking? Spring, mm. right? Yeah. You know, because spring's right around the corner and that's the time to, you know, fix things up and spring cleaning. Right. That's true. That's true. Well, that's that's good information. What do we have next? Well, in addition, at your home, you want to go green with growing a garden, planting trees, using the landscape outside mm-hmm. to just benefit, make it fun and livable and green. You might end up saving energy because of the way you position trees so that you have some shade in your yard. And uh, you might go with the some tree that's about to fall in your neighbor's yard, maybe in your <laughs> in, on their fence. That could be something that you could remove at this time. That, of course, is important as I'm well. I'm not speaking to my neighbors or anything, but <laughs> but but seriously, it, yeah. trees in the right place, not right up next to your house or your neighbors, are a good thing, of mm-hmm. course. And another green thing that would be fabulous, wouldn't it be fun if every home had its own kitchen garden? I love having a little kitchen garden, just being able to go out and pick some fresh herbs, pick tomatoes in the the summer okay in, in the actual home or just outside outside home? a kitchen oh. garden is a garden it's a garden for your kitchen so you can step right outside and pick what you need come in and use it in the kitchen <laughs> you make it sound so easy it just grows by itself well see <laughs> and i think that's why it's good to talk about this now because a little bit of planning goes a far way and, no i planned and, a lot i had a professional as you know yes, josh you White, and you go now and look and it's it's it, well of course it's well, not it's a lot, but it, it never survived anything so you, you had to planned. water it kevin <laughs> uh, oh yeah okay that's right i forgot about that and so, we, yeah, you do have to put a little effort it's we, worth it it's an we investment we, worth the maintenance. And so the the kitchen garden is a great idea. You know, the herbs and whatnot, grow those and not have to spend money. Maybe it save you money, but it's also good for the kids as well. You can show them how to grow stuff and they ha- they see such a reward in that. And it's teaching them something, the flower sack mama kind of trademark, yeah. you know, something would take the good from what our parents taught us. Um, hopefully my kids didn't take much from this year, but we're going to try again because we think it's that important to show our kids. Well, we are having a great New Year special here for you. We hope everybody had a happy New Year. We're here with uh, Flower Sack Mama founder, CEO, Grandmaster, um, Ann Brock. She does a great job for us, and we thank her for coming in. And I hope you and your family are having a great start to your 2014. Come back and join us right after these messages. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into The Housing Hour. I am Kevin Ray, and I'm your host. I'm here with Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host, and also Ann Brock. 
She's with Flower Sack Mama, and she is uh, sharing with us some very helpful New Year's resolutions and some different things, maybe how to green your new year, make it a green year for your 2014. So we're talking about some different things that we can do, and they're they're really um, alternative ways of doing things. Maybe uh, maybe some things that you haven't done in the past. We've already spoke about um, you know trying to go go into your home and do some things that you know maybe you've been thinking of doing maintenance wise. Um, for some that may be a new year's resolution, keep it simple. It may be a very small thing. Hey, change your filters. <laughs> you know, you haven't done it in a couple of months and start, start small. And there's also a lot of parents out there and maybe even non-parents that, you know, they've listened to our show and they think, golly darn, that's some, some great stuff, but they feel like they're, they're such in a hole, you know, like they can't dig out of it. And it's almost as if, you know, they're just not going to do it because it's, you know, they're so far in the hole. What are some things and that people can do? And it may be just kind of um, simple things, but just to start with and, and talking about the topics that we've already mentioned, what's something that somebody can just do just right away that's not going to be very difficult to do, but they can just start today? Well, a really easy thing that will save you money and not cost you money is to just change the thermostat a tiny bit. If mm. you can just change it Ooh. one degree, yeah. You're saving energy and money. See, there you go. Painless. That's Painless. one thing. Now, once you have accomplished that, then come back in two weeks and we will offer you something else. And that next thing might be, I don't know, um, you know, maybe it could be keeping the door closed. <laughs> I mean, we'll, well start simple. I mean, know, for I, I tell you, a good place to start, if you go to Ann's website yeah, absolutely. And, and read some of the blogs, and it doesn't require any energy. You can sit down, put the laptop right in your lap, grab a cup of coffee, and read the blogs. You'll start to get it because that's how I started to understand yeah. most of this stuff. Well, the reason that I brought that up is because when we were doing the Halloween show, you know, I yes. had, you know, the thought, and also my wife mentioned it because she's in the PTA and she knows a lot of parents and stuff. And some people, they start to feel very guilty about not doing stuff. You know, it's like, okay, you know, the, the backpacks, no, it was the backpacks. It wasn't the Halloween. It was last year. Okay. It was revolving around the backpacks and the backpacks have the PVC pipes. I mean, the, what is it? The PVC plastic, that PVC clear, plastic. shiny plastic. And when it gets warm, when it gets warm, it, it emits toxins basically that can cause some genetic, I mean, some all kinds of crazy stuff. So they start to feel guilty about that. And that's why I thought about what can people bite off that it's small that they can do and they feel good about themselves. So that back then was, hey, just change the way when you buy your backpack, just buy a different backpack. That's a very small thing, but they can do that. This new year, maybe try changing the thermostat a little bit. It's a simple thing, but it could really save a lot of money. It is. And you know what? What moms and dads are doing by speaking up and being concerned and using the mind the store technique and just asking your manager at your store if if things are safer, if they have a safer alternative, is that things are slowly changing. Businesses like Walmart, the big mega businesses, your Walmart, your Target, those, they are slowly changing. They are slowly improving their chemical safety policies. And in fact, I saw, I believe it was, it was either backpacks or lunchboxes that made a point to say they did not have PVC on them at a discount store. But so knowledge, small victories. Knowledge is power. And the only way those folks will change, they'll sell you the worst thing, the cheapest thing to make a profit. We know that. That's part of the American spirit. It always has been. I'm sorry. I'm not a skeptic, but I or a cynic, but it's true. So the thing is, the person has to educate themselves in order to go talk to the manager to get something changed. That's the way it happens. Sure. Yeah. And you yeah. vote with your exactly. dollar. I mean, you vote with your dollar, what you choose to buy and what you don't buy. Now, I've got a really easy one. This won't cost you a penny. This is so easy, Mark and Kevin. If you're not already doing it, you could do this. 
This is start composting. If you haven't, start kitchen composting. Right now. You don't have to buy anything to do it. All you're doing, this is for vegetable peelings and fruit peelings. Okay, no meat or dairy. Nothing icky like that. Vegetable and fruit peelings. All you need to do is have a container with a lid on it in your kitchen. That's it. Mm-hmm. When you peel, save your peelings, save it in that container, and then once a day or however frequently you want to do that, go out and start your little compost pile outside. Um, I had a gardener and, and, and a gardener a while back who even said you could dig a hole in the yard if you wanted or the, or the corner of your garden yeah. and compost in there and cover it up. Whatever well, you need why to not do, just start composting. the kitchen garden. Why not? Can, is there an area? Maybe you could put it to start to help the soil for when you do plant. I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about, but mm-hmm. does that make sense? It does. Usually you want to compost. It, uh, it depends. You can turn Off your the side of it. You could at the edge of your garden, you have a compost mm-hmm. pile. I have a little bit of a structure. Some people have a, a built structure. Mm-hmm. They do something really simple, a little box, and then they actually turn it and they make sure they have layers. Uh, if you still have leaves outside and you're clearing yeah, leaves those pile of yard, leaves on the side of your okay. yard, make you a need la- to haul I over there. Those hauled off. Make a layer. You could have composted. I did. I I mean, hold off to the compost. (laughs) I hope so. No, actually, you know what? I didn't haul them off. We actually just, we have the benefit of a big, huge um, forest behind our house. We just push it back there. Is that bad? Well, no, it's not bad. In fact, you could could make a little compost pile out in the forest if you wanted. You could do a little compost area there. There is, there's definitely an area. And I mean, that's just where we put our leaves every Mm -hmm. single year. But that's also a good point too. When people look at their home, there's so many things on the inside, but also on the outside, whether that be you know, you're looking at your, you talked about gutters earlier. That's a huge thing. People who haven't cleaned out their gutters in several years, your house is, there's so many things that could happen if you don't have gutters cleaned out. That, mm-hmm. That's a huge piece of the puzzle. There's no doubt. Sure. Um, sure. So, so what, when we're thinking about the next things that we could talk about, because um, when we were talking off air, there's, there's so many directions that people can go in when, when they're talking about um, what they can do, how they can seek alternatives. But another thing that they can do revolves around exercise and getting active in a, in a guilt-free way. Talk about that a little sure. bit. Sure. Well, gardening is great exercise. So yeah. getting outside, getting the kids involved in gardening a little bit, pulling the weeds that I think you forgot to do that this last year, Kevin, right. that would have helped your garden do better. And I have <laughs> yeah, to, I sure. can't talk. I, my garden is not cosmetically the best right. right now either. It needs some maintenance, but, but really getting everybody involved, even in some way, um, that's a great way to get out and get some exercise and just making an effort for family activities to be outdoors and planning ahead for, I mean, we live here near the most beautiful park in the world, the Smoky Mountains National Park. Mm-hmm. If, you, if we're not going and hiking in the Smokies, we're really missing out. Okay, so I have a question. You, when you have a garden, I, I re, instead of pesticides spraying all these chemicals out on, on trying to kill the bugs, I remember my grandfather somehow mixing some plants in with the vegetable plants that he said drove away insects. Now, I don't know anything. I never quizzed. I was young. What 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 do you know about that? Stuff? There, there is some truth to that. Now, I'm always learning, and I love learning and reading and interviewing these experts. So I may, off the top of my head, not have all the specifics for you. You may, may need to go and check out some of my gardening posts for the specifics. But I'll tell okay. you what I'm doing right now. I planted garlic, which you can plant in the fall, even into the winter. Um, I've already planted that. It's taken off. And I'm planting a lot of garlic because I had some problem with some insects around some of my squash-type plants. Mm-hmm. And I understand that if I have garlic around my squashes and pumpkins, that that might help deter some insects. Ah. Additionally, interspersing your herbs with your other plants helps to keep the insects happy and keep some away. Lavender. And, I, and, and like marigolds. Mm-hmm. I, I heard some of the flowering plants could. Marigolds should. I haven't had as much luck with marigolds as some people have. I don't yeah. know exactly why. I, I have 
done really well with rosemary, and that's a great one. You could even plant that now. If you're getting, if maybe you got a rosemary plant at Christmas time, you can go ahead and plant that in the ground. They do sell those now, don't they? You can you can plant that rosemary. That is wonderful. It's so versatile. And so you've got rosemary, you've got your lavenders, all those really hardy herbs, and that does help. The ideal is that not that you we don't have insects, but that we have what's called integrated pest management. And so it's wonderful to see that old-fashioned knack Maybe that's that, what that, that your is. family had. And then there's new information if we learn from the organic gardeners who are studying this. Well, I know wonderful. that his his gardens were always producing huge yields, and mm-hmm. he never he never sprayed chemicals. I mean, that's not something that they had. Yeah, well, and I think that the, you, you mentioned, and we've had people on, I mean, the pesticides that people put on their plants can be very toxic can be very toxic. So looking at alternatives, organic, whether that be, mm-hmm. but, but the activity part of that, I mean, having a garden, being able to be active with your kids, getting out there, showing them how to do it, you know? So let's also talk about other ways that you can be active because, um, like I bought my wife a bike for, for her birthday in September and we've rode five, maybe six times in the last however many months. So, um, you know, it could be that you're looking to, to change your lifestyle from an activity standpoint and what better way than to purchase a bicycle um, a bicycle is a great activity it's a great way to get out you know my both my kids have bikes um, so but you know I'm sure that you're gonna tell me there's an organic bike Oh, I don't, I know I haven't investigated that, but I'll look at that. I'll let you know, but that's no, that's wonderful. That's a really thoughtful gift. She's so lucky. That is, she told me what to buy her. Okay. Okay, Well, that's good too. But you know, there are some families who bike or walk to school and back or out enjoying the greenways. I mean, Easton, yeah, the greenways. I mean, I had Matt, we had Madeline Rojero on when she first took off. It's been a few years, but she is a big advocate for the greenways and, you know, keeping East Tennessee sustainable and all of that. There's plenty of places that you can go, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely there are. And so you might go just right out your own door and you might have a greenway area. You might have a green space. That Mark, you, you might know this because you've been in Knoxville for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, the greenways are connected. People that are worried, yeah, well, well, there's the nowhere trail. to ride. There's bike, nowhere bike to ride trail. a bike. There's nowhere to walk. There's plenty of places. Oh, bike trails are all over. So, and it's yeah, connected. It, all it's throughout. all connected. Right. No, you just need to get out there and find it. Go find your local uh, Boy Scout troop. They'll show you where they are because they <laughs> travel on them all the time. Get outside. I mean, it's, you know, the kids may say they want to play their video games or they may want to go see a movie and that's all good and well. But truth is, if you make it family time and you mix it up and you're doing different things, it's going to be great. I mean, that's a great New Year's resolution. Plan for family time that's outdoors. Plan for some time. You know, it it amazes me, as wonderful as it is to have all the other attractions near the Smokies, Mm -hmm. that some people go to that area and don't go and hike outside (laughs) or don't go take their bike. You know, we need to go and remember to Abrams Falls is, is probably a little more difficult than most with young kids. Although when um, Olivia was eight months old, I hiked all the way up Abrams Falls and back, which I mean, for the avid hikers that are out there saying, well, that's no big deal. But for us, it was. I was so exhausted. I probably lost seven pounds of just water from sweating so much. But there's another one. Um, what's the other one that's, that's not difficult to get to? Well, I, I tell you, the best ones for me and for younger folks and young families mm-hmm. at the Sugarland Visitor Center. Absolutely. They have little trails around there. Plus, you can come back to the Visitor Center. It's a great day. For, and, and I'm's Nature Center here locally in yep. South Knoxville. I love that. So many oh, trails. Oh, and um, House, is it House Mountain? House Mountain. That's yeah. a beautiful have, area. Yeah. Yeah. The, it is absolutely gorgeous at the top of that mountain. And it's not that far. If that's what I'm thinking of. It's 
beautiful up there. Um, Laurel Falls was the other one I was thinking oh, of. Yeah. It's 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 actually paved all the way up to the top. Um, you drive out there, you make a day of it. You go, you take your kids, and my kids walk up it. I'll tell you, they're not happy at the beginning. But once we get up to the top, and one time when we were going up there, we actually saw a bear and some cubs, which scared me to death. But you just being outside um, is a wonderful thing to do. And in this time of year, it's a great time to get out there. It's certainly cold, but take some, take a jacket. And I, and I tell you what's great about this time in the wintertime going on a hike. Uh, the leaves are down, so you can see for a long distance. Beautiful. It's just it's in case great. there's a bear you or can see, an elk. You can just see the land, yeah. um, you know, how right. the mountains run. Um, yeah. in, the, in the summertime when the leaves are full, uh, it's hard to see when you walk on those trails. And what a great thing to plan, to plan to spend that time with your kids and take them outdoors and, and to appreciate all the seasons. Yeah, and we're yes. talking a lot lessons. We're talking a lot about parents. There's also, uh, you know, like, for instance, you know, my mother's age folks who not maybe they don't have kids, but they have grandkids. Maybe part of the um, new routine could be that you take your grandkids once a week and take them to um, Cove. What is the, the name of that place in Concord? Concord Park. Yeah. You know, and even if it's a simple once a week thing, you know, call your um, daughter-in-law and say, we're going to let you guys go to a movie on Friday night um, at seven every Friday. You listening, mom? <laughs> That's a great <laughs> and, and I was about to say, and this we're gonna, very self-centered. <laughs> we're going to come and we're going to pick up Patrick and Olivia and we're going to take them down and you guys are going to go to a movie and we're going to go to dinner. But seriously, though, if you're a grandparent and you want to, uh, I, I can tell you as a parent who has a grandparent, there is no more rewarding experience than um, having your grandparent be involved with your kids. Well, I'm a grandparent yes, now. Yes, you are. And so right. I'm I'm all for what you're saying. Congratulations. Yeah. And, and yours is what, four months, five months? Yeah, three There's months. There's no walk. Things not going to be walking yet, but no. you're right. You could take it and stroll it down there. So so it's not just for all my age group or your all's age group and, and the folks who have young children. It can be grandparents who can get more active and seek more activities. So And also younger than us that don't have kids. It doesn't matter what age. It doesn't discriminate. Fitness doesn't. No, and doesn't. being outdoors, just enjoying it. And if I could give a shout out to Two for One, my friends, Melissa and Vicki, they've been running uh, half marathons, and I'm so proud of them. Awesome. Uh, even after uh, overcoming stroke uh, wow. in, with one of my friends. And uh, so no no excuses. They will Absolutely. tell you. Absolutely no That's excuses. good information. Get outside. Well, MIG does all of that, and we so much appreciate the health and aspect of our lives and we'll take advantage so guys we're going to come back we have a last segment here with ann and we're going to talk about uh, the last little bit of our list and we'll be right back after these messages the housing hour with kevin ray continues helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it again kevin ray And welcome back. This is the ladies' man. No, I'm just kidding. This is Kevin Ray. Um, for those of you who know, Saturday Night Live had a skit that had that same music, and it was the ladies' man. It sounded just like it. So, anyway, we're back here in the housing hour. Thank you guys for beginning your 2014 with us. We've had just a really nice couple of segments here with Ann Brock with Flower Sack Mama talking about New Year's resolutions and what you can implement maybe in your life, a guilt-free way of starting some things fresh, some things new, maybe some alternatives. We've talked about uh, things like getting active and maybe getting your bike out of the storage shed or buying a new bike or maybe starting a little a garden. 
utilizing that, a little kitchen garden possibly. Um, we talked about home ownership and how we can um, green our home and, and start. Uh, uh, we had some uh, testimonials here from Mark about uh, what he was able to do with Scott Hastings. No, Higgins. Higgins. Uh, Prudent, Higgins. Energy. Prudent Energy. And he talked about how he had those tests done in his home. He was able to seal it. And now he's almost 100% dustless as a result, which isn't the real reason you did it, but it was because he wanted to save energy. And he saved about 18 to 21% of energy yeah. based upon his, his bills that we examined. So those are some things. And you can go to our website. You can go to thehousinghour.com under our special series tab. You can find these series because a lot of the stuff that we've touched on, we've done whole series on. Right. And, and so... Um, I would recommend that you do that. Go check it out, whether it be our home improvement series or whether it be our green, our energy efficiency series, um, our protect your family series. Um, we've done series on all of this stuff and we've had the experts from around the nation to help to kind of clarify and, and see what it is uh, that, that is going on with this. And we have an expert with us that is an expert uh, on all things, and that's Ann Brock with Flower Sack Mama. Before I get to Ann, I do need to tell you guys about a company that we believe very strongly in. And I say that every week. We believe very strongly. I'm going to have to change. That's a New Year's resolution. All right. I'm gonna that's stop. a good one. Okay. Oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but no, seriously, Admiral Title, as you all know, they've been a supporter of us for a long time. Nine years in the business. They do a tremendous job. They actually, in my opinion, are the number one title company in Knoxville. Uh, for doing it right. They do a great job with helping clients to understand what it means to close on a loan. They understand the legal side of it. And they'll explain that to you. If you need help with creating a uh, maybe a trust or if you need some other type of legal help, they can help you with your will, with your estate and all of that. They do that. Terry Adams, who happens to also be running for Senate, um, they can take care of you. He is a local attorney, entrepreneur, and um, Phyllis Burnett, who is the owner. They're married. And they do a great job. They have a really good network of people that can help you. And it's Admiral Title. You can reach them at 865-531-6060. You can reach them there. And uh, definitely give them an opportunity if you're a realtor or, or you're a lender. They can really, really take uh, your client's hand and help them tremendously. And you know the poll numbers for Terry are looking pretty good. Yeah, they are. They they really are. Now, we are an unbiased you know, show, but he's However, a friend. So I'm, I'm excited about a friend yeah, running. That's and right. Looking they, good. And they, and they said that if, um, he were up against him in the general election, it would be like 43 to 41%, something like that, which was phenomenal. It's against phenomenal. Lamar, Lamar Alexander. But then when, when the interviewer tells them about his time as a veteran and what it is that he's done in his career, then Terry takes the lead by about seven points. Now the, Polar that did that was certainly his mother. <laughs> the the polling company who did that has been known maybe to lean a little left, left, right, but no left. Oh, sorry. Uh, so just keep that in mind when you look yeah. at that poll. It's um public. Polls. I'm proud of my friend Terry's there doing a good job. And He's running a good race. Uh, he is. He is. We're, we are definitely proud of him. So um, let's go and talk a little bit more. I, I'm loving this New Year's resolution thing. I think some of these things that we have talked about, you know, you out there can jump right on the, it, some, a lot of this stuff doesn't cost a dime. You can do a lot of this stuff, but the next thing that's kind of on our list, which, you know, this is one of the things that, that I think is so important is keeping, 
keep your food local. Talk to us about that. What does that mean? Well, first you can grow a garden if you choose. That's you very local. Swap food with your neighbors. What? If you have if you have a bumper crop of tomatoes and they have a bumper crop of corn, swap food with your neighbors. My neighbor throws tomatoes, tomatoes at me. <laughs> really? Well, yeah, yeah. I like that. But it's Paul, you know Paul. <laughs> yeah. But another easy thing a lot of people are tying into, maybe they don't have time to grow their own garden, but they're joining a CSA. That's Community Supported Agriculture. And you want to find your local farms and sign up with those now because CSAs are getting really popular. Have you ever heard of Strong Stock Farm? Not that. Oh, one. we need Tell to. Me. We need to. I need you to learn about them. Cause sure. We need to have. They're, yeah. they're affiliated with IMS Nature Center. Okay. It's actually their son who is affiliated with that. His name is Stuart. Um, probably yeah he's a great it's a great family cool but they have they have um a lot of uh, land in in knoxville actually about not even 15 20 minutes outside knoxville but we're just talking about local food mm-hmm. they have mm-hmm. a, a huge farm that's tremendous yeah. but you need to find that farm because what yeah. happens with community supported agriculture it really is about community so you're making a commitment for that year or that season mm-hmm. and you're signing up with that farmer you're helping support them so they have the certainty Mm-hmm. Of, of knowing that week in and week out, you're supporting them. And then you have the certainty of knowing you get this fabulous basket or box of food once the season starts to come and, to your door. You know, in West Knoxville, Ebenezer United Methodist Church on mm-hmm. Ebenezer, and they have a farmer's market every Tuesday at 3.30. And so no they have local farm. Do you know about that? I know about that. Well, there are several different local farmer's markets. Okay, I church. didn't know. There is an Oak Ridge farmer's market. There is a farmer's market on the UT campus, which has organic food from the UT organic farm, which mm-hmm. is always doing innovative things. Oh, There's cool. your downtown Market Square farmer's market. So you want to tie in wherever that is. And the more local, the better. Food co-ops. We have a true food co-op here in Knoxville called Three Rivers Market, which also supports local and regional That's food. That's where they sell this strong stock farm stuff. Fabulous. Yep. They, they are definitely supporting local and regional food. And a lot of these local and regional entities with food are trying to support organic when they can. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a, the perfect combination. If you can save the fuel and expense of shipping the food, you get it fresher. You're yeah. supporting now, local farming. Why, why would people want to eat this type of local food? What, what's the benefits? I well, mean, I know what they are, but share with everybody else. Well, your food is more nutritious if you if it gets to you quicker. If it goes from the farm to your plate mm-hmm. more quickly or from your garden to your plate, then you get more out of it. Right. Um, well, wants- and also, not only that, but with the way that the national companies have been um, growing food and also growing chicken, basically, they have really taken the nutrition side out of it. They have been just pumping these animals full of hormones to get them to yield more of whatever they're selling. So cows, as an example, you know, you put a cow out there, it's normally used to bringing you 10 gallons per day, max a good solid cows produce is now with these hormones, these cows are pumping out 40 and 50 gallons, if not more. And what do you get? Well, your kids are drinking hormones. So guess what? You start to see some problems out of that. Young children are not meant to ingest hormones frankly, ever, but definitely not at that age. That's a problem. That's why we do almond milk at our home. Well, that's a great alternative for you. Talk with your local farmer and somebody that you can see face-to-face or get USDA organic at the store. There you go. I was going to say, you don't have to drink almond milk. There's local farmers uh, who have organic beef. don't use hormones. Exactly. Well, we're talking about milk, dairy, and then beef. Now, I do have something, uh, because this local food and organic food can be part of your clean couponing strategy for the year, which is being frugal with more than money. I love coupons. I love saving a dollar as much as anybody else. Mm -hmm. But I want to be frugal with my time, with my family's health health 
our wellness and with our values, like mm-hmm. the fact that we do care about supporting local businesses, that we do want to save energy. And if we don't have to ship food a thousand miles to get to our plate, maybe mm-hmm. we could make a, lo- a more local alternative. So cleancouponing.com is where we'll be ar- offering more articles and tips on stretching your dollars and keeping all of these values in mind and hopefully giving you some discounts as well and some some uh, great links to uh, yeah. So you doing that. So on that website, you'll have links to coupons. Will you be posting coupons on that? The, the concept of clean couponing, it, it may or may not be an actual coupon. It may be a tip on how to stretch your dollar so that you don't need a coupon. Gotcha. might be being more clever with the way that you, for instance, if you're buying food in bulk from the co-op mm-hmm. or you're buying from your CSA or growing food in your garden, you're stretching your dollar much more than you would for real food than you would if you had a coupon for Double, processed food. Yes, exactly. Now, we've so, all, we've, we have that up on our site, um, clean couponing. Right. What is it, is it again? It is cleancouponing.com. Okay. And, and, and for, for parents that want to implement some of this stuff, but they think, oh my goodness, it's so expensive. Whether that be, I mean, just clean coupon, I mean, any type of coupon, whether it be for food or whatever, this is a great place to go and it incorporates both. You can save money and do the right thing. Sure. And I hope to have some discounts for you. But again, it's not a too good to be true. No, you know, let's, but you're giving information and you're helping to pe- to educate people and to guide them in the right direction. Sure. The Organic Trade Association, for instance, says that you can even eat organic when you cook at home for $25 a layer, day or less for a family of four. And that's mm-hmm. right in line with what I tend to do at home. And that's pretty much in line with families who are trying to buy real food, who are trying to be frugal and, and conscientious about it and trying to, to be moderate, if you will. We want farmers to actually earn an income. We want to support them. Uh, we don't want to get something for nothing, but we want to get real value. And so that, that's for what that's For $25. $25 a day or less for a wow, family Wow, because four. if you figure four in a family, three meals a day, you're looking at 12 $3 a person is $36. So you're talking about less than that, less than $3 per person you, per meal. You could be. I mean, you have to be innovative. You have yeah. to cook. I mean, one thing, one strategy is to cook ahead, cook a large amount of food and freeze half of that and save it for later. Think of all those times when we're busy and we don't really want to cook from scratch, but maybe you pull something out of the freezer and reheat it. That's a strategy. Uh, you're stretching real food with things like Right. And it's and planning. It's all about the planning. I mean, really. Mm-hmm. And you had posted a blog. I don't know when it was, but it was on it was on your website because a lot of parents, maybe they could they, they think about, oh, gosh, you know, my wife deals with it every night and I try to help when I can and, and give her ideas. But making lunches every day. But mm-hmm. you did. You had posted that rock the lunchbox dot com. Yes, that's fun. Talk a little bit about that, because that would be a great small step for your kids and a large step for mankind. But seriously, but talk about that. It is. Well, you know, something as simple as having organic food choices is important for my family. And so I want my children to have organic dairy. I want them to have organic foods like apples, which we know are on the dirty dozen list. So I try to plan ahead by having those things stocked up to send to um, to school. So I want them to have the organic choice when possible. Mm-hmm. And it might be as simple with Rock the Lunchbox. You might be using leftovers from the night before. It doesn't have to be fancy. It might mm-hmm. be a roll-up made with leftovers from the chicken stir-fry that you had the night before. But again, a, ro- a roll-up. You could make a chicken roll-up, use oh. a, a tortilla I see. Okay. item and, yeah. and roll that up. I thought you were so, talking about like it's a wrap. It's a wrap. A wrap. That's it. Sure. Oh. <laughs> whatever whatever makes it sound fun for the kids. But it's organic, number one, because the previous night you cooked organic chicken or whatever it was. So, therefore, you're, the kids are getting something organic. I mean, let's face it. The lunch rooms in today's schools, not to throw stones at all, but they aren't up to the standard that we here at the Housing Hour want to live by. I mean, frankly, the, 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 the 
chocolate milk, you know, we're talking about number one, the chocolate and the sugar and all that's involved. And then they're not natural, you know, alternatives. So these are alternatives to the lunchroom and, sure. and it's great. And if you can't do it all, that's okay. Right. If you can't feel like you can afford the meat that's totally organically grown, at least at least you're serving some real food. At least it's not full of as many fillers and additives as they might get somewhere else as and, the lunchroom food. And if you're worried about your kids, well, my kids are not going to eat that. I tell you right now, they're not going to eat that. Well, that's why you need to make it fun for them. You know, one of the things that I do sometimes, which, you know, it's not anything special, but, you know, I make a sandwich for them and try to put some healthy products on there. And then, like, for instance, last, and during the Christmas season, I would cut the uh, bread into a Christmas tree. <laughs> you know, that I mean, so it's something cool. so small. And then I would put I would put their um, whatever side products I would make presents or do something fun because the kids, they don't always like what you want to offer them. And, and, and the thing is, it's in this is my house. This is we have a plan for you. And it's not going to be you eating Munster, whatever that stuff is, the cereal that's so bad for you. So those are just some ideas. And that that rocked the lunchbox. I thought it was a good idea that you had last year. It's a fun, proactive thing. And again, even if everything's not 100% organic, don't worry about it. Don't knock yourself out. Do the best that you can, whatever fits your family's budget now. And another thing I want to talk about for the new year is planning to give back. And it mm-hmm. might be money. It might be time. You do some wonderful things to give back with your charity events that you've been doing. Yeah. MIGCharityClassic.com is the website you can go to to learn more about what we are doing in 2014. Um, We also definitely want to encourage you to click on the MIG Into Action tab that's right there on the site. There we highlight some of the activities that we've been doing um, as a part of our Give Back campaign for our celebrating our 25th year in Knoxville in the mortgage business. Thank you for bringing that up. We definitely would love and encourage you to go on that site and see how you can help us to make the lives of the St. Jude patients come true. The, 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 the dream for them is to stay alive. Frankly, that's a dream we should all have. No child should die in the dawn of their life, and nor should yours. So, guys, we want to thank you and Ann Brock with Flower Sack Mama for coming in and sharing all of these wonderful things with us. See you next time right here on the Housing Hour.